and y'all, welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. Amazing. It's another Tuesday. Blessed to be here yet again for another day on the Jesse Lee Peterson Network. Grateful to be here. Grateful to have a show. Grateful to be able to speak my mind and my heart and my spirit. Right? Amazing. Grateful for Hassan for doing the board and uh, being here all these hours. Amazing. Thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson again for allowing me to be have the platform. James, uh, Bill, Sean, Nick, Daniel, the whole crew. You know what I mean? And more people. But, you know. Shout out to the team. Amazing. Welcome to the show. We got some stuff we're going to cover today. I want to first start off with a couple topics that we're going to cover. Maybe more, but we'll see how it goes. First one is um, avoiding, is avoiding sin the cause of sin? So we're going to talk about that possibly. And also is effort in opposition with faith. Okay, we're going to talk about that as well. Okay. Also, a couple other things that came across my mind that I may want to talk about. It just depends on how the show goes, the flow, and if it makes sense. You know what I mean? So those are the couple topics that I think we're going to get into. But first, before we start, you know what we got to do. You guys know what we got to do at this point. Hit the like button. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out, okay? Do it now. Do it before we start. Amazing. Also, one last quick thing before we get into it is you can call in. Don't be shy. We can fellowship. You can ask some questions, and we can go from there, right? You can call in at 888-775-3773. And we could talk. Don't be shy. Let's do it. 888-775-3773. And we can talk. Amazing. Wow. So many interesting things going on in the world. Um, but more so in myself. <laughs> within. And I'm so just focused on. Um, with within myself right now, just trying to learn and grow. That I'm not my ear is not always attentive to the to what's going on in the world, so I don't always come with some like political topics or stuff like that. Just because right now, and I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but right now I'm not in the space of having an interest of of that. I'm more so. Um, you know, just living life, uh, watching myself, um, learning from myself, looking within, and just trying to understand me. You know what I mean? And how it all works. And that takes a lot of my attention and a lot of my focus in this current at this current time. So who knows what tomorrow's gonna bring? Maybe I might start doing some other stuff. But right now, if I did, uh, it's just me trying to do it for the sake of doing it, and um, it wouldn't be genuine. So um, I'm just doing what I see is in front of me right now and my interest as of right now. So that's why most of the time I don't really get into the other stuff. Not because I'm against it or blah, blah, blah. 
It's just because that's not what's in front of me. You know what I mean? So, um, but here and there, like an article will hit, will 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 come across me, and then I'll I'll talk about it. Um, like I think we talked about a couple other things a couple weeks ago, but yeah. So that's why that's that. But we'll see. But I have some interesting stuff to talk about today. What's going on, chat? Hi, chat. How are you guys doing? I want to let the chat know. I want to name my chat as my people. I'm going to start calling the chat my people. Maybe it sticks. Maybe it doesn't. Um, Because I appreciate you guys for tuning in on a Tuesday at 11 a.m. to watch uh, your boy. That's kind of cool. And I appreciate the consistency and the love that you guys constantly show at all times. So uh, thank you, chat, a.k.a. my peoples. Um, So interesting stuff. I was thinking because life's just be something else. Something else, struggles, pain, conflict, peace, joy, all kinds of stuff, right? And I just been thinking, and stuff just be happening, and it just causes you to think. And what had popped up today um, as I was preparing for the show, I was thinking like, you know, just life that's been going on, you know, within me, you know, over the weeks. And I was thinking, like, sin, thinking about sin, right? And, and like, why we make sin such a big deal and why sin is, like, such, so taboo and why we just, nobody, everybody across the world, like, inherently just doesn't want to do wrong or judges themselves for doing wrong. And some people more than others, right? And I was thinking like, and also how we can't stop it. You know what I mean? Like, we can't stop it. As much as hard we try, as much as we want to, we just can't stop it. So I was thinking like, I've been pondering this for a while, like, like probably most of my life. How do you just stop? How do you just give up? How do you just stop doing the things? And we're constantly in effort of trying to stop it, but never succeeding at stopping it. Did you ever realize that? We're constantly in effort of trying to stop, quote-unquote, sinning, but we never stop it. But we never stop, stop trying. You know what I mean? <laughs> And effort is always there. Effort is always there. Like, we're always trying to do something, trying to get the woman, trying not to uh, do this, trying not to do that, trying to get the job, trying to make the money. We're always trying, 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 trying. Right? And we think, especially as Christians, if we don't try, we're lazy, we're not giving our best, we're beta and we're unproductive right but then i notice every time i try um i get results but i also get conflict so we're going to talk about today 
and I was thinking about it, and I was just wondering because I was been talking to Jesse, talking to different people, fellowshipping Jesse's uh, church service on Sunday. Really good. Check that out, and that kind of sparked the the topic for uh, today as well. But I was thinking about what if instead of planning not to have sex, do drugs, get angry, or cuss grandma out, or cuss out your kids. What if instead of planning not to do it, we just left it up to whatever happens will happen? Really think about that and really let that like sit in. Because why not just whatever happened will happen? I know why. And I'll speak on from my experience. It's because letting what will happen just happen feels as if you're a bad Christian. Or you're not taking God seriously. That's what it is. That's what it is. If you just let whatever happens happen, you're being... A lazy Christian. You don't really love God. You ain't really about that life. Cause if you were, you would work, you would work at it. And the reason why is because we just don't want to let go of that control, right? We don't want to let go of that control because that control gives us a sense of purpose. Gives us a sense of like um ambition. We're doing something important because we're, we're, we're giving this effort. We're trying, right? And I was also thinking like, okay, well, if we left it up to whatever happens will happen and we just left it as that, what would be the problem? Because what if saying what we shouldn't do and what we don't want to do is causing the conflict? Isn't that deep? I hope I'm making sense. And not just to myself. Because ultimately, what if avoiding the sin is causing the sin? Now, I want to talk about effort really quick. And I got, I got a story I want to tell you guys, if the Lord is willing. I want to talk about effort. If you want, not yet, suggest adding. Okay. Thanks, James. Um, I want to talk about effort really quick because I love me some effort. I think, I think the biggest thing that I realized that I had to check myself for is effort, right? I love me some effort. I'm going to tell you why. And I'm talking about me, but if the shoe fits, add it to your life. Is that effort even for the right cause, seems to me to be a selfish pursuit. Effort, even for the right cause, for Jesus, for God, seems to be a selfish pursuit. Because, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because effort, effort knows, effort is an equation so to speak, that comes with an answer. That's why I love effort. 
Because effort is an equation that comes with an answer. And I'm breaking that down, meaning that with effort, I can, I can create the equation. And if I solve the equation, I'll get the answer. It, it, I, don't, I don't need God. I don't need Jesus. I don't need nothing. Because all I got to do is just solve the equation. It allows me to do the work on my own and get the answer. That's what effort does, just spinning the wheels. So you work here, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. Because with work, and the reason why we work is only with, and not all people, but oftentimes it's only with the motiv motivation to receive something. You work because you know you're going to receive. You work because you know you're about to get the paycheck. You work because you know that at, at the end of your day's hard work, you're going to feel a satisfaction. Right? You know there's a reward. And it's as simple as this. One plus one equals two. And you can control that. So you know you can solve. Without needing God, all you got to say to yourself is, I'm going to work. And if I work this amount of hours and I do this amount of uh, work, I'm going to get paid this amount of money. So I'm going to do that. Boom. Problem solved. It creates an equation that you can have an answer for. That's the whole point of effort, right? But then I started thinking, like, I don't think God is in the effort. I really don't. I don't think God is in the effort. Because I don't know if effort is a part of faith. You know what I mean? Because I thought, and I also thought, what if finding the answer isn't like the, the solution, isn't like the actual solution? You know what I mean? Like, am I making sense? Let me know if I'm making sense. Or I need to break it down. But, um, need to load the TV that will be watching this show so he looks down and says, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to look. Thank you for the tip. Jaheen 8 says, you never make sense. I'm sorry. It be making sense to me. Hassan, it makes sense at all? Like, am I, am I, uh, it does. Oh, okay. I'm going somewhere. Okay. So, yeah, the effort, and this is just this is my opinion. This is what I believe. So I could be wrong, and you guys can call in and, and um, express your disagreement. You know what I mean? Like, feel free, and I'm open, and you might teach me something. But anyway, so I feel like effort... Um, is self-seeking, right? Only for the sake of wanting something. So I'm going to explain a story. I'm going to read a, a parable, okay? And I want you guys, do me a favor. Follow along with me the best that you can because there's a reason why I'm saying this and I want you guys to um, understand where I'm going with it. Okay, I'm going to read a parable. The parable about two men. And it goes like, let me see here. I'm going to read it. It goes like, two men set to run the 
um, were set to run the ultimate marathon and the winner to receive a ticket into heaven, right? So two men were set to run the ultimate marathon of life, a marathon of life. And the winner to receive, the winner will receive a ticket into heaven, okay? And it's like an actual marathon, like an actual race, right? Two men, only two men are running it, right? And the whole world knows about it, and the whole world is the audience, right? The first competitor wakes up at 4 a.m. He does his prayer, he eats his breakfast, and he starts his marathon training, right? He trains for two hours each morning before he goes to work so he can provide for his family, right? But he trains for two hours before, two hours in the morning before he goes to work, right? That's the first competitor. The second competitor wakes up at 4 a.m. also, does his prayer, eats his breakfast, and starts his marathon training. But he trains for only one hour. And he also watches the episode of Stranger Things. <laughs> or uh, uh, what's the other show that people like, the hospital one? Grey's Anatomy. And then he takes a nice bath before he goes to work to provide for his family, right? So the first competitor trains for two hours, second competitor trains for one hour, watches an episode of a show and takes a bath and then before he goes to work, right? So there's two different competitors. The first competitor realizes he, that he realizes as he's training, he realizes that if he hits a full sprint, full speed, and instead of doing like pacing himself around, you know, for the whole marathon, if he hits a full sprint, there is no possible way he can lose. So he realizes this, and he adjusts his, he adjusts his training in, uh, in preparation for a full sprint, okay? That's the first competitor. Second competitor realized that he should only train for 30 minutes instead of an hour, right? He realized, you know what? I'm not going to train for an hour. I'm going to train for 30 minutes. So he would have more time to do other things. So he does that, right? And other things as far as outside of the marathon. Just he's only going to dedicate 30 minutes to the marathon, and that's all, right? So they both train in that way. The day of the marathon comes, and the first competitor shows up early, ready to go. First competitor is ready to go. Second competitor seems not to show up. He's a no-show right now. We don't know. Nobody knows where he's at. He's like, where's the second competitor? Where is he? He's late. Where is he? The race is about to start, and still there's no sign of the second competitor. There's no sign. So they, they move on. They proceed. The bell rings or the gunshot goes off. Boom. And the first competitor takes off in his full sprint, full speed, just going, right? With all his training, he's ready. He's confident. He's ready to go full speed. Breaking every record possible, the first competitor finishes the race, proud of himself for the work that he put in to complete the marathon which was such a success for him, right? Broke every record, did everything. Out of respect of hearing the announcement of the winner, the second competitor shows up just out of respect for, the, for being there when, when um, they announced the winner. So the second competitor finally shows up after the race is finished, the race is done. And they all scoff at him. And they look at him like as a lazy man. They're laughing at him like, ah, who is this lazy man showing up? How dare you show up late and not even compete for your ticket to get into heaven, man? What's wrong with you, boy? 
Like, you should be ashamed. You know, they're just looking at him, just judging him, right? So as they wait, an angel comes down from a cloud, right? Comes down from the cloud to crown the winner and to offer the ticket to heaven. Now, competitor number one and competitor number two are both standing there. And the angel turns to the marathon winner, competitor number one, and says, I am so proud of you for your zeal and for your spot, for your zeal, for your spot in the holy place. Meaning, basically saying, I'm so proud of you that your heart, the intention you put into trying to get into heaven, trying to find the holy place, I appreciate that. I'm so proud of your, your zeal. And you showed up to the, the race and you, you, you did your thing all for the sake of getting into heaven. I'm so proud of you. But now is not your time. The winner is competitor number two. And at this point, everybody's like, what the? What do you mean? He didn't even show up. How is competitor number two the winner? Everyone gasped. <gasps> Flabbergasted. And they're like, this is a this is an upset. Are you really an angel? Everybody just wondering, like, what the heck is going on? The angel says, This is fact. Because competitor number two knew he had nothing to prove. That was so deep to me. That was so deep to me. He said, the angel, the, the competitor number two is the winner. Because he knew he had nothing to prove. He didn't even show up to the race. Why? Why? Because in retrospect, the whole race was to prove that you're worthy enough to get into heavy, to get into heaven. And I thought that was so deep because we try so hard, people in general. We try so hard in relation to effort, even though our attentions mean well, even though we want to do the right thing, we will sprint full uh, 100 miles ahead, sprinting towards uh, uh, the holy goal, peace, all this stuff, sprinting, right? Not even realize we're only sprinting because the reward is when we want it and how we want it. And we want it now. No one told this man to sprint. But in his mind, he was like, to get the best result, I'm going to sprint. Meanwhile, the one who won never even left the house. Because oftentimes we do all this running, all this effort, all this stuff for selfish reasons. Like, why do we want it now? Why do we need it today? And a lot of times we pick up all these stuff like sex and drugs and drinking, alcohol and, and all that stuff because we want peace right now, today. So we'll even do all the right things, right? Even do all the right things. And we'll do them fast and in a hurry. We'll stack our whole day's schedule with all the right things, all the holy things. 
and we do it every day. Not realizing that it's not that God put that in front of us to do. We just think that if we do all the right things, we're going to get all the right results. For what reason? To feel better at the end. To see the result. So I was like, this this story is so crazy because it's all for the sake of proving to self that we're worthy and we're important and we're special. That we, when we got the money, when we got the recognition, the, the, the success, and we finally got it, we want to feel important and special and worthy. That's really what it is. We want to feel important, special, and worthy. Nine out of ten times, that's what we think, that's our pursuit. When oftentimes, and many of the celebrities tell you, many of the famous people tell you that when they get there, it ain't all that. And they'll tell you that they got there and they're still not happy. Because we only do that stuff because we're looking for peace, but then we look for it in the wrong ways, right? And when we get it, we're like... Still need God. Now we got more problems. You know what I mean? So I say that story. I hope that made sense. I say that story because, um, man, I be showing up to the race every day. I be showing up to the race every single day, ready to go. Stamina up. Running full speed. But guess what? Burning out. Still having conflict. You know what I mean? What's the rush? And Jesse talks about it too. Jesse talks about it all the time is that what are we running, what are we rushing for? Be still. And I, I realized that when I sprint, and this is my last point, because I don't want to over, overkill it. But I realized that when we sprint, we always we we don't see. We can't see. Because effort is constantly, it's always movement. It's always movement. Even when you're sitting still, but your mind is racing, it's always movement. But when you're still and you just relax, you take a bath, and a bath is an example. I'm not saying go take a bath, right? You watch a show, you clean your house, you hang with your family, you take your vacation, whatever it is. When you slow down and you stay slow and you let go, then you can see because now everything slows down and your vision gets clearer. It's not so blurry from the running. You know when you run and it's all blurry and you can't really like see clear? And if you want to read, if you want to read something, you're not going to run full speed at it, right? But if you want to read something, you're going to stop and you're going to focus and you're going to read it and then you read it clear. That's what 
That's what being still is like. We can't see the answer until we're still, but we also can't see the answer until we stop trying to look for it. This message is for me. Right? Because we can't finance. This is, this is it right here. We can't find the answer. The answer has to find us. That's it. That's the problem. We're trying to find the answer. The answer can't find. You can't find the answer. And if you find it, it might be the wrong one. Or you might find it intellectually. The knowledge of only. The answer will find you when it needs to find you, how it's going to find you, when it's going to find you. That's the only way. Because it's when God sees fit. Faith is not effort. Faith is trust. And there's things that are in front of you to do that we should do, right? And sometimes they feel like you're doing nothing. Sometimes you're like, this is all I got to do today? Yep. Because it'll give you the energy to do what you got to do tomorrow. It'll give you the energy to smile, to hang out, to enjoy your life, to eat a meal, to talk with your family, to connect with a friend, to be still, to know God. We don't got to work to prove God's acceptance. God don't know. It's, a, it's the heart. So I, I'm trying to be competitor number two. Because I bet you he was watching Netflix and enjoying his day while, while the other one was running. Watching Netflix, hanging out with his babies. That's where I'm trying to go. I got to take some calls, though. I hope that made sense. I don't know what else to say about that. But there's, a, there's some calls coming in, and I think we got uh, to gotta get to them. So I'm going to take some calls real quick. Um, ooh, some interesting calls. Let me go to, um, Frederick out of Los Angeles. Frederick, welcome to the show. You're on the air. What's going on? How's it going? How's it going, Joel? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm a little confused what you're talking about. Why wouldn't God want us to put in some effort in trying to be through the right thing? Yeah, good question. <laughs> it's not that it's not that God doesn't want us to put um effort. It's that he doesn't he's not um there's no effort that we can put in to make him make us approved of him. To make us be approved of him. We the only thing is he allows us to do, and this is what I'm realizing in my in my life, the only thing that he allows us to do is what's in front of us to do. Anything else is ego. Anything else is impatience. And it has nothing to do with but that, God. I mean, no, so all we can do is what's in front of us. All we can do is what's in front of us. And then we, we constantly are trying to think of how we can be better. That's ego, too, because that just shows you're not satisfied with where you're at now. I think that people are scared of that bottomless pit they call hell. Say it again. I think people are scared of the bottomless pit they call hell. Yeah, they're scared. That means that's ego. That's the place of ego. Fear is from ego. 
It's selfish. I'm thinking they got to humble themselves, right? If their fear makes them humble where they swallow the ego and do the right thing. I'm not seeing how the ego is going to make somebody scared. Because the ego is, because fear is based off emotion. Fear is like saying, I'm afraid. I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to be here. So I'm going to do whatever I can so I'm not here. It's about you. It's about self. That makes sense? Yeah, you either going to fight, fight, or run, or freeze. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it must just our natural nature instinct yeah. when it comes to fear. Well, that's fear lets you know that danger's around. Danger's you, close. Right. Fear does let you know that danger's around, but fear also doesn't, fear is also like a lack of um, faith, not believing that God is providing, that God's going to provide a solution and provide a way. And when you don't lack in faith, you 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 rely on yourself. So do you believe in free will? I know a lot of Christians don't and some do. That's a good question. I always, like, ponder on the true meaning of free will. But I don't think that we have free will in the sense of the world thinks that we do, meaning, like, free will is that we can, we're in charge of our actions. I don't think, I don't think so. No, really. Who's in charge of our actions? I think that due to our, our understanding of certain things is where we're led to. So if we have an understanding of not to do something, we're more likely not to do it, opposed to when we're in the dark about it, we tend to be influenced to do it. Some people know wrong is wrong and do it anyway. You know that, right? Right, but it's because I think that they don't truly understand why they shouldn't do it. They just, or maybe they're just doing what's in front of them, and we can't blame them. It's just like you said, the answer is going to find you, right? You can't go looking for the answer, but y'all can find each other. Right. The answer is supposed to find you. So what do you mean? It seems like, it seems like, it seems to me like not all, not all, not all, but most whites are afraid. Right. Like, the bigger picture, like, they can't, and the more fear, it's not the ego, because they'd be able to stand up and say what they want. They were talking about flags earlier, like, they were trying to go back to a resemblance of an older traditional time and represent that flag like it's coming back, but that stuff's dead. And until we put the past behind us and work on the problems of today, we ain't going to go nowhere. they trying to divide us up over fake religions like Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Hebrew Israelites. You saying the white people Catholic. are doing that? No, it's already been done. Yeah, the white people did it. You said the white people are dividing us between Islam and all that stuff? Like 80% of the school professors are white. So you say they whites go to college and then they turn into liberals. Who's turning whites into liberals? White. Who's turning white? So what's your point? What do you mean? Where, where are you getting at? I'm missing it. I'm saying they're crying about the state, and if it's the white man's world, how did we get in this state? But all the religions are trying to do good. We Someone needs to put in the effort to change, or we're going to have more of the same. I'm, do, Hassan, do you understand you what I'm saying? Like, if you preaching, don't put in no effort to be good, and God don't want us to put in no effort. I'm thinking you're breeding... 
that's not good. Oh, okay. So you're saying that? Okay, so you're saying that if we're not, you gotta try to do better. No, no, no. You can try to do better. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> is that you can try to do better? Is that you're not better because that's just where you're at. You're not better because that's that ain't true. That yeah, ain't true. People get saved and and get test and find Jesus every day. You don't think they should put in no effort to try to find Jesus? No, they're or listen to the word. That's a good one. That's a good one. And then I got to get to another call. But no, I okay, don't think, okay, okay. I don't think that people are trying to. Um, I don't think that is good to like put effort into finding Jesus, no. Because then that's desperate, right? And when you're desperate, you'll Satan can give you an answer and you'll run with it. So you don't want to be, you want to be still. Like you want to be still and, and be able to be okay with not having an answer. Because when you're okay with not having an answer, you could be patient. And when you're patient is when the answer can come to you. But if you're constantly in pursuit of trying to know God, then you get in the way of truly knowing him because it's all about your effort and your works. But I have to I have to move on, okay. Frederick. I thank you for the call. All I appreciate right, it, man. Problem. Call All me again. I will. I will. All right, have man. a good day. All right, bro. Have a good right. Okay. Uh I want to go to Brian out of North Carolina. Brian, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Drew. How you doing? How's it going, man? All is well. Can't complain. Right on, I, uh, right on. I want, I want to add to you. you made, well, you made some really good points um, in your monologue. Right on. And you, you, you mentioned uh, effort. And you gave a, you said effort is like uh, the equation that you get an answer to. Effort, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a really good analogy because that, with effort being an equation that you get an answer to, it implies that it's something you can make sense of. Yeah. And we know that that's not possible because, I mean, up until the point I had been doing it for forever trying to make sense of it and it yeah, just didn't make no sense. Yeah. A hundred percent. And uh and uh I also like your point about how when you're running it's blurry, you gotta stop and slow down to see it. Yeah. It reminded me of when I uh when I like first started doing the silent prayer, I started to notice how uh even when I was not doing the silent prayer, whenever I started to fall into thoughts, which is pretty much uh, ideas of effort. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I literally, my vision would get blurry in front of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 100%. then I snap out of it and it, cl- and it clears right up. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Finish. No, it's just, yeah, uh, that was a really good point too. Um, and you're right. It's all ego, man. It's all ego. And, uh, something, Something for you, just a, I mean, just a little advice for you. Not advice, but a suggestion, if you will. Yeah. Uh, sure. Whenever I got to that point to where I realized that I was really trying to put in effort, because I, I was all about effort too, man. I, I used to look at, I used to think I was so capable, right? And something that helped me after I got through that was, 
appreciation. Yeah. And and you said you said uh, I can't remember your words, but you said it comes down to trusting having uh, to trusting it. And that's a good word. I don't really try not to use that. I think a better word would be uh, faith is appreciation. Okay. Because all all you have to do, man, is learn to count everything on joy. Because you know you know it's setting you up for success later. It's not you ain't got nothing to do with it. Just count if something bad happened, count it on joy. I guarantee you, bro. You'll you want you. It's like nothing. It's like nothing will happen. Yeah. Your thoughts will go away, and you put it right back in his hands and out of Satan's hands, which is really just in your mind. Hey, man, I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. I I agree with everything you're saying, and you made I you made a couple points. Your first one, um, I wanted to talk about, but I forgot what you had said. Um, can you remind me really quick of the first point? I that mentioned you made? Uh, how you, you talked about effort and how uh, it's an equation that has an answer, but uh, that implies that it's something that you can make sense of. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I'm gonna answer that right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, harp on that a little bit, but I appreciate that, man, and that makes total sense. And you know, that's what um, we're not realizing as Christians sometimes is that the effort is only in a pursuit of an emotional we're looking for something to satisfy the emptiness that we feel inside so we want to seek and search and search for the sake of just feeling better so i appreciate it brian i got to get to some other calls quickly i'm running out of time here but thank you man i appreciate the call call me again thank man. thank you joel will do take care all right man you too um yeah it's all to make sense of what's going on. And I want to ask, I want to go into that a little bit more, but I want to take these calls first. I want to put, uh, make sure I get to some of these calls before I get carried away. So let me, um, thank you though, Brian. Uh, great call, great advice. I appreciate it. And he's right. Be thankful, be grateful. Let me go to uh, Art out of Ohio. Art, welcome hey. to the show. You're on the air, man. Hey, how you doing? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm all right. First thing first, uh, divide divide people, and they want to divide people. That's what one of the calls was just saying. I ain't going to say his name. I'm pretty sure you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I see where he was trying to go. Okay, well, the blue the blue jays want to fly with the blue jays. The lions is going to want to be with the lions or whatnot. And if you throw a a, a gazelle in there, the lions going to naturally devour the gazelle, or a hyena in there, it's going to it's going to devour it. Right. So all this liberal talk, California talk, oh, let's not divide the people. Well, you you know you keep. Uh, Keep on thinking that or whatnot, and you're going to be like a a George Neely down there in New York on the train talking about you hungry and, oh, I don't care about life, and I just want to hurt everybody, and I, I want to die. I don't care if I go to – well, you keep on thinking like that with your liberal mama of mine or whatnot, and that's where you're going to be headed to, uh, Mr. I'm a, I'm, the, I'm a pharaoh or whatnot, uh, you know. Uh, and then, you know, Christians – Christians have had biblical people that we have been fighting uh, out the out the Bible for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. 
And if you think that that's going to just stop over my 36 years of living, you got to be smoking fit and all mixed with crack and meth. And you got to be, uh, you got to be running around here, a, a, a gay left hard liberal. You don't know your left from your that, right to think that this is going to all of a sudden stop today. But right. that ain't what I call yeah, for. Yeah, I need, yeah, yeah. I get to what you call for because <laughs> that's not what it say okay. on his line. So I know you oh, had to get that oh. off, but move on. Okay. So first thing is, so where did you get that story from? Um, a special person. So that didn't come out the Bible. No, no, it didn't come out the Bible. No. Maybe, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll share later where I got it from. But well, no, I just, I just, yeah. I just asked because uh, you were saying some things or whatnot, uh, and I kind of was, I was kind of following you, but I feel like you didn't kind of break yeah. it down. But my thing is, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, just from my insider, whatnot. Yeah. When you. Uh, I feel, I, I, well, I ain't going to say I feel. I think that when you uh, put prayer into things or whatnot, that God will let you know if that's something for you. You might be struggling to try to make something be prosperous and be trying to force it, but that might not be the plan that, yeah. that God has, in, yeah. has in, in store for you. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but, you know, uh, and you might, you know, I feel like you might fall a couple times or whatnot, and uh, and it might, you might struggle to get back up or whatnot. But that that might not be the mission that God had you set on or whatnot. But you, I feel like that you would, you will know when something is for you. Everything ain't for every everybody or whatnot. Yeah. And I kind of got distracted or whatnot from what I was, you know, what I was trying to get to or whatnot. But. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Just, you make a good point there with that. Well, no, I mean, uh, one thing, one more last thing. Uh, I kind, I kind of, I kind of disagree with you on the thing or whatnot because I yeah. feel like that if you don't got God in everything, and uh, you bound, you bound to fail or shoot. And if you don't got God in there, shoot, God might make your business prosperous, but everything that uh, everything that shines like a diamond or gold ain't gold. Everything that sounds like a what? Say it again. Everything that shines or glitters like diamond or gold ain't gold. It might look like it's, it's something good, but it don't mean it's something good. The, get, the devil gives out uh, gives out millions of dollars, and that yeah. don't mean that it came from God. Yeah. Yeah. No. And Okay. I'll go ahead. What were you about to say? One, one last point. No, nah, go ahead. I'm listening to you. Oh, okay. No, nah, I'm listening to you. No, nah, I won't say nothing. Um, no, I agree. It's, but I think that the whole point that, I, that I'm making with the with the parable is that kind of what you just said is that um, we constantly are seeking after um, what we believe is right for us, right? And the trick is, like, like, like you just said, not everything is always what it seems for one, but also God may have another plan. But we mm -hmm. seek because we're looking for a result that we believe to be right. So we have this grip on it. We run full speed with it, like, in the grip, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. oftentimes we end up hitting a wall realizing like, man, I wasn't even supposed to go in that direction. So we're yeah. putting all this effort in and the effort is um, we realize that, wow, this was a this was not pointless, but it's almost like we're spinning our wheels and burning yeah. out yeah, for the yeah, sake yeah. of something that's not for us. When if we just let go, let life happen, 
God will allow the right thing to come to us and then we'll go in the right direction and we won't even lose any energy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I, I agree 100%. And I, I appreciate it. And I you know I'm agreeing with you or whatnot. Now, I, I like what you was just saying, but I I was listening to you at one of your shows or whatnot. You was talking about one time you was hungry or whatnot. You didn't eat before you came into work, and uh, and uh, it it was just messing with you because you didn't eat or whatnot. And I don't know. I mean, I know this that full story of what you were saying, but I'm just gonna go to say this that uh, stuff like that uh makes makes you stronger or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, you got to go through a, a little bit of stuff to, to, to make you stronger when the iron sharpens iron, you exactly. know what I mean? Uh, and I'm going to leave it at that. You, you, I mean, if you know, you know, yeah, uh, make, make it make sense, but I'll catch you later. Man. Joel, good show. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for the call. Uh, good points hey. that you made. I appreciate it. Hey, tell them we still run with Trump too. All right, man. <laughs> All right, yep, man. Yep. All right. Yes, sir. All right, right on. Uh, let me take. Um, I'm trying to fit him. I'm trying to fit him in here. Let me go to. Um, thanks, uh, Art, too. By the way, let me go to JC out of Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> JC, welcome to the show. You're on the air. What's up, Joel? What's going on, man? Yeah, you called my state Arkansas. I call you Joel. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> fair enough. So I know you go. You be quick because you don't look at the chat. Your, your show sucks. I can't stand this. I am not a fan of Bond at all. I'm actually an enemy. You and I oh. have never talked. You and I have never talked. So I, I don't want to ever be considered two face. So first of all, I've considered you a Q U double O N coon. I've said <laughs> that on uh, James the show. And I want you to know I do not respect you. You will never be Alvin Ailey. You have uh, just horrible. You don't know who Alvin Ailey is? No. Oh, my God. Okay, you call yourself a dancer. You have your own dance studio. You don't even know one of the greatest dancers of all time. Apparently he ain't that great. No, I'm playing. Oh, please. I'm playing. Oh, please. (laughs) Um, No, I... I, and I'm having to talk quickly because, again, the shows are ending soon. But why you uh, spell but, coon with a Q? You black. Mm, man, I'm just trying not to get all demonetized on this Oh, that's kind of smart. Yeah. That's kind of smart. Also, ahead, I'm Jaylen. Get to your point, though, real I'm, quick because I ran out of time. Okay, my name's Jalen Aiden, the uh, chat, not Jaheed. Okay. Uh, I was the one that said you don't make sense. I watch your show Uh-oh. basically every week, but it's more or less because the chat is so fun. You never actually really look at the chat except for like for like two seconds. Right, right. But I, get to the I, point, quick. Okay. Shame on you for not calling out the people uh, who you work with their bond, for letting them always having those racist antics. Shame on you for having that beautiful black skin that you have and not speaking Thank up. You. So, yes, you are a Q-U-O-O-N-Q. But why though? Have you didn't tell me one. why I'm. You didn't tell me why I'm a Q O. What the? You didn't even get nothing to back it up with. You got to tell me why I'm a Q O O. Whatever you said. Cause then if you tell me what I am, then I can agree or disagree. But that's what they. That's what they do. The enemies. They just call your names, but don't even. They don't even know why. And they don't want to talk about it. Yeah, Sean just said it's easier to bounce than to talk about it. Exactly. Tell me why I'm a QOO. 
and then I'll let you know if I'll, that's true or not. But they don't want to do that. They're ready to just call your names, call your other stuff. But then he, yeah, he watched the show every week. What the? Come on, JC, call back in and let's talk. And if you disagree with something, let's disagree. Don't don't throw jabs and run. You threw a punch and ran. Stay in the ring. Let's talk. Anyway. All right, yeah, I got to end because um, Nick, the American Anchor Baby, is coming in next. And his show is, you know, you know, it's the Jesse Lee Peterson Network, whose show ain't good. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you check out America, the American Anchor Baby coming up next. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you check it out. Oh, look, look, JC coming back in. No, JC, I got to end now. I'm tempted to take your call, JC, but you had your chance and then you ran. You ran. So call me back in. Call me back in earlier, and then we could talk. Save it. But you wasted the time, man. You can't get back in the ring. You already jumped out. You're disqualified. You're disqualified. Call me next next time, uh, JC. Thank you guys for watching the show. I appreciate it. I hope that that made sense, everything I was talking about. Thank you to the callers, even JC. Thank you to all the callers calling in with their, their topics, their discussions. I appreciate it. All y'all are amazing. Thank you to the chat. Thank you, Jesse Lee Peterson, for uh, allowing me to be a part of the network. And thank you. Make sure you follow me across the board. Joel Friday TV on all platforms to get to the dance on all platforms. Tell all your people's 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 about the show. Make sure you subscribe. Send a message. All that good stuff. Okay? Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Bye.